0: You're tuned in to the Restaurant Rockstars podcast. Powerful ideas to rock your restaurant. Here's your host, Roger Bodwin. Hey
1: guys, it's Roger back at you restaurant rock stars. I'm going to ask you a question. Are your staff creating magic for your customer in your restaurant? That is really the difference between running a restaurant and building a super powerful brand. As you're going to see, Thea and I are going to talk about one word that is all about creating that magic that means the difference between building your business or having your customers go elsewhere. I'm not going to tell you what that word is. You're going to have to listen to the cast. So on with the episode. Welcome back, everyone. Thea and I are back at the Restaurant Rockstars Podcast HQ with another episode. Hey, Thea.
0: Hey, how are you?
1: Good. So today I was thinking we could talk about the front of house team. We've we've been to lots of restaurants where the staff just strike us in a particularly memorable way, and I think I know the reason for that. It's usually training, but a word comes to mind, and that word is it. They have it. They have it. So in our restaurants, we didn't separate hosts from bussers, from servers. We choreographed the service and the sales from the entire team. And we really focused on this word, it. And it was about having four key characteristics. Personality, attentiveness, product knowledge and salesmanship. And boy, when you put those things together with any front of house person, what an amazing experience they can give to your customers, right?
0: Right. It's like a hat check plus one.
1: Yeah. (laughs) So it is a magical quality. It's like magic dust. You walk into a restaurant and it's the way they make you feel. It's the experience they bring to life for you. And it's so much more than the food and the drink and the ambiance. It's the personality of the person. And that's where the first P comes from, personality. And we always encouraged people to be unique, whether they were you know, off the wall or wacky or crazy. We had service staff or front of house people that were jugglers, they'd entertain the kids, they'd tell jokes at the tables. I mean, it was just a lot of fun. And that was where the personality part, it's sort of the, the bridge to the customer's experience if they're a first time visitor, right? We break the ice and we build a relationship with the customer, that's the personality piece.
0: And you've always said that you hire for personality not necessarily for skill set.
1: It's so true. Yeah, I mean, we can go down that road. That's a whole nother animal. I mean, I've always, uh, my approach was to hire for the person's attitude, their personality, and a true desire to serve the public. And that in and of itself had that it quality attached to it.
0: Right. You can tell those people are enjoying, in, enjoy being at work. You can tell who's there for the paycheck, who's there to clock in, clock out, and who really just wants to get to the end of the shift to go home or go out with their friends. And you can tell who actually loves being there. They Mm -hmm. love being there with their team members. They love being there because they see regular customers all the time. And it's actually a super fun social event for them.
1: Yeah, now you're talking about a culture of the particular restaurant. And our culture was always based on hospitality, family, and fun. Hospitality is um, another word that comes to mind. I think I learned a long time ago. Do you remember the definition of hospitality or at least our definition? No. Well... I learned a long time ago that hospitality is absent when something happens to you and hospitality is present when something happens for you. And that, dif- that difference is crystal clear. And, you know, we talked about that all the time with our staff. And those are, that's the absolute basics of hospitality. The family part is where your staff feel like they're part of a culture, they're part of a team, that they feel like there's a chemistry, and they love working together, not only with their teammates, but in meeting new friends that are your dining customers every single day. So that's where the family part comes in. And if they have it, then suddenly the customers feel like family also. Right. And then the last part is fun. If the staff are having fun, you can be sure the customers are having more fun also.
0: Right. And spending more money.
1: Yeah, you know, that's another I throw out these these mantras or these, you know, ism, Roger isms, we can call them all the time. And I used to call that concept or that idea of capturing lightning in a in the bottle because when your staff are having more fun and they're making great money in your restaurant, then suddenly, like you said, your customers are having more fun and spending more money. Right. And that's like that bolt of lightning. If you could bottle that and sell it, and that's all part of it as well. Absolutely. So, attentiveness is really important because, you know, front of house staff have to multitask. Not only do they have to meet and greet and serve the public and give them great experiences, but they also have to anticipate needs and be attentive to every single table, every single customer. As if they were the only customer in the house. And that's a skill to be developed.
0: While at the same time integrating with the back of house, with the kitchen. Exactly. Right? It's so complicated. Yeah.
1: It's not an easy thing to be any of those positions i mean your hosts or your air traffic controllers and they're trying to keep your customers happy especially if there's a line at the door you have to put a positive spin on it you need to under promise and over deliver and keep a lot of balls in the air your bus staff i mean not just keeping tables clean and communicating with the hosts and the servers as to when we can seat new tables But we also taught our bussers how to make suggestions that increase sales and enhance the guest's experience. And then the servers, of course, they're doing it all. They're integrating with the back of the house, they're making sure that every food dish is prepared as it was ordered, they're delivering the food to the tables, and and hopefully they're not being order takers, they're making suggestions and, and just enhancing the experience also that translates into into more sales and and a better experience for the customer. So yeah, you combine those three positions and it's really a team, it's not an individual effort.
0: And they have to make it seamless to the customer. There's so much that goes on. There's so much intricacy in it. Well, yeah. And the customer should be completely unaware. The customer's just having a great time. They have no idea that the front of house staff is handling so many, juggling so much in their head about timing of things, when to put the app order in, when to put the dinner order in. You know, they just, and then they just show up at the table with a smile on their face.
1: Well, every dining experience is a performance, right? I've always believed the restaurant business is about entertainment showbiz. So yeah, you're absolutely right. You got to coordinate all those details and it's got to appear as though everything is flawless behind the scenes when chances are it's not, right? right? Controlled chaos happens in restaurants all the time, but it's got to be... Unaware and seamless to the customers if they're getting an experience and there's no one else in the restaurant, right? So that's the attentive piece the attentiveness piece.
0: What's the next one
1: product knowledge?
0: Super important.
1: Yeah, right, but it's more than just product knowledge I mean product knowledge is the basics of knowing the menu inside and out not just the food menu But all the drinks and the nuances of your cocktail list and you know plate presentations and flavor profiles I mean, there's so much to know But then there's also the restaurant piece the restaurant knowledge because we're often talking about what makes your place stand out what are your hooks you know why do people go to your restaurant versus your competitor down the street and your staff should be really well versed in what makes your place special and unique and tell the customer because they're interested
0: right and that's about
1: brand building so yeah the product and restaurant knowledge piece is the third critical component
0: i also think these days it's important to to be honest if you don't know. Specifically, we have a lot of friends who have kids with severe allergies. And so going out is really hard for them. Like, it's a treat if they can find a place that serves food that is okay for their child. So if you have a family come in and they ask, is this gluten-free, does this have soy? You need to know. Oh, this yeah. isn't a That's, guessing game. I mean, for some of our friends, right. it's, it's a life That could be a
1: really dangerous situation. Right, and I don't yeah.
0: think that was always the case. You hear all the time right, about people that are like, I didn't feel like making the decaf, so I gave them a regular cup of coffee and they'll only know when they try to go to bed tonight. You know, that sort of thing. People have been historically doing that. right? But this is a big deal.
1: Sure. I mean, right. We had a friend in in Utah whose daughter went to the hospital because of uh, a nut allergy, right? Right, right. So, yeah. So
0: you should know, have your complete product knowledge mm -hmm. um, and don't pretend if you don't.
1: Right. But with that said, I've always believed that the more knowledge a person has, an I-don't-know answer is really a negative. And and it's also time that takes away from the guest experience and, you know, multitasking that has to happen. If you've got to go ask a manager or chef a a critical question, I mean, that does slow you down. So in any other case other than a food allergy question, you know, the more staff are well-informed, the better. And it's just positive experiences and impressions that you're making. Right. I agree number 4. It starts with an S and it's all about salesmanship. So so few restaurants. I mean we we dine out a lot and and we hit this same scenario so many times about the order taker that just doesn't make the suggestions that take you on that journey of what the real the restaurant is really all about that like i say enhances the experience i mean we have so much fun when the the staff person has that personality and they bring the experience of the restaurant to life through their knowledge and their attentiveness and then they sell us things they tell us about what we're not familiar with that they know we're going to enjoy and our experience is always better for it
0: absolutely absolutely i mean i think most people think they don't want to be sold to but when it comes to going out to dinner i think you do you want to know what's special what's great what would i really enjoy um, To to us, that's always been more fun. Yeah. I mean, the nights we leave, I mean, yes, you might leave with a bigger check, but we always leave with a smile on our face and, well, and we've had more fun.
1: Well, you and I have talked about this all the time. I mean, we can go back 20 plus years from when we first started our restaurants and I always remember training the staff. Remember guys, this is not like a retail store where someone walks in the door and the clerk says, can I help you? And the answer most of the time is no, I'm just looking. Anyone who walks in the front doors of your restaurant is ready, willing, and able to buy. They're just out for a good time, they want a great experience, and it's a captive audience.
0: They're anxious so we, to
1: buy. We taught our staff to assume the sale. We know people are going to buy, so let's tell them about what they're going to enjoy. Right. And that was that's huge true. for us, and that's the sales piece that's missing in lots of restaurants.
0: Absolutely. And sometimes you want to try something new, sometimes you have tried and true favorites. But we love being led through. It's like having your own private concierge. It's, fantastic so tell true. me what i'm going to love and that way i have more time to socialize with my friends and my dinner guests than staring at the menu trying to make up my mind
1: yeah i think the personality and approach is also a, if we could just revisit that for a second you know when you go out to dinner and you're trying to capture um, the attention at the table right away and people are like chit-chatting and you have to go back three or four or five times and it just wastes everyone's time and you you know you really want to get into it and start talking to them and building that rapport with the customer and a timid front-of-house person really can't control the situation they're controlled by it and now okay it just throws them into the weeds and that's where the personality comes in if they have a really dynamic personality that captures the guests attention from the get-go You know, that makes all the difference. Right. It does for us. It's like we suddenly can't wait to hear what they're going to say next because they're so much fun or their personality is so great and so engaging and they're leading us on that, that journey, that magical journey of that restaurant. We always go back to those places and we have favorite servers because of it.
0: It reminds me of the first night we met. We were dining with mutual friends. We all came up from the bar because we had already had drinks at the bar and then we were seated and we could have all continued just to reorder our drinks that we were drinking. But instead the server's like, do you want some bottles of wine? You can all share. And it just turned it into this really celebratory, super fun, mm-hmm. united kind of dinner because now we're all sharing bottles of wine and, and that and that was just, you know, a suggestion the server made.
1: Well, we felt like family. That's where that family piece comes in. She made us feel like we were, Well, you were
0: know. family. It was your restaurant.
1: <laughs> I know. But when you go to other places, you get the idea. If they make you feel like you belong, then suddenly you want to go back there because you're treated as you're, as if you were the most important customer in the place, even though you were a first-time visitor. They treat you like you're an old friend. And we right. love places like that. Right. And that's all part of that magic dust called it. It. Right? Yep. So... Think of IT when, when your next training session comes along. IT, it's as simple as do you have IT, how do you get IT, how do you develop IT, and how do you turn IT on to your customers, and then suddenly, wow, how powerful is that?
0: What if you're a restaurant owner and you know someone doesn't have IT but you can't quite figure out why?
1: Put them in front of sales stars.
0: <laughs> That's right, which, by the way, is on sale. Summer sale. We're having a summer sale right now. If you're listening to this in June, maybe July, I'm not sure, but definitely in June. Um, Yeah, we're having a big summer sale and Sales Stars is one of the products on sale.
1: Yeah. At restaurantrockstars.com, we have a shop page and we have several of our training tools and systems on sale. The Profit Maximizer, which in three key steps can boost profits in your restaurant. That's on sale. We launched a brand new product. Let's talk about that. The Mug
0: Club. But first, let's go back for a second. Okay. So yeah, Profit Maximizer, the Mug Club, and Sales Stars are all on sale. But going back to if somebody doesn't have it, you can put them in front of Sales Stars if they need the salesmanship and they need that comfort level and the teamwork and all of that. But what if their personality just is, maybe it doesn't stink, but maybe they're just super shy. They're not bonding with the team or they go. We've had tons of servers. Um who come up and you can tell they're nervous. They want to do a good, we had one not that long ago. You can tell they really want to do a good job but they're so over trying Mm -hmm. that it's just awkward. I mean, what do you do if it's somebody's personality, good or bad, if it's not the salesmanship? What if it's one of the other aspects?
1: Well, we always had our A-team shadow, I mean, help shadow the newbies and get them up to speed and not only the nuances of the job, but the personality piece was critically important because friendships and loyalty and repeat business is super important to any restaurant and I know it was for us. So we would have that new person work with veterans and just through osmosis it it would either rub off or it wouldn't you know if you see a good quality in a person and you think they'd be great in front of the public they just need a little polish then we always used to train them work a little extra with them and have our a-team um, bring them along for several shifts and you know learn by doing learn by watching that worked a lot for us
0: and it's not really trying to adapt their personality it's mm-hmm. just trying to help no. them let their own personality that's come what out. we wanted
1: everyone's got a unique personality and it can be great if they're just and through practice and, and several shifts on the floor they get that comfort level they may come in and be out of their comfort zone and then after a few they just settle in because they're watching everyone else having fun making money you know making friends with the customers and if something that they really want to do, if they do have that inner desire to serve the public, it can be developed. And we've developed it in numerous cases where people come out of their shell and then they're amazing. And you're, you're just so surprised at what they end up doing, even if they were shy in, in the beginning.
0: And if they have a ton of product knowledge about everything, about the restaurant, the point of sale system, all Mm -hmm. of that, they're not making as many unnecessary trips back and forth, asking questions. And those sort of things, I think, really slow people down and get them into the weeds. And then their personality can't come out because they're so frazzled. And we've all seen those frazzled servers and frazzled staff members. And you can't, or even at the grocery store sometimes, they're frazzled when they're checking me. And they're like complaining to the next person and the next checkout line, how frustrated they are about Mm -hmm. something or whatever. You just can't do that. So I think they have to have all of that product knowledge so that their systems are dialed in, they're feeling super comfortable, and then their personality can shine.
1: Yeah, the confidence piece is critical because we used to call it surviving, not selling. And we wanted everyone selling and and making suggestions we knew the customer would enjoy. And we had a...
0: Selling and smiling.
1: Yeah, I mean, it, it just all goes together, so sure. You don't want people surviving in the weeds just trying to get through the night because guests' experiences are suffering. So it's really all about the personality, you know, the attentiveness, working out the the nuances, learning the menus and, and the restaurant inside and out, and then having that sales piece. And that just comes with time and practice and training. You know, we're huge advocates of daily training. Right. That's what makes it all come together.
0: Training your team every day, pre-shift training, but also sort of quarterly group training. Yeah. That helps gel the team.
1: And the recognition and rewards piece, people want to be recognized. It's not just about how much money they're making. They want to feel like they they fit and that people recognize the contributions they make. And that's the family piece also.
0: And then new staff members become the mentors. And that's just super exciting to watch. That's
1: the best part. I mean, the staff are your foundation of your entire business. And they're either developed or you just send them out there on their own mission. And they can often sabotage a customer's experience if they're not trained to serve and sell.
0: And they're not having a great time anymore.
1: No, right? No one's having fun. That's what it's all about.
0: All right. So it, anything else today?
1: What about the mug club? We didn't...
0: Oh, that's right. The mug club. (laughs) Yeah.
1: Tell people about the mug club.
0: So we just launched the new how to create a mug club course. Again, you can find it on Restaurant Rockstars on our shop page. It's on sale right now during the summer sale. Mm -hmm. And you teach everybody in the mug club course how to not only create a mug club, which made you just thousands and thousands. It was a of huge a opportunity
1: year. and it it built what we call affinity with the customer and that's that intense belonging or sense of loyalty to a place where it just feels like that's my place that che- like Cheers everyone's watched that TV show Cheers you get the the feeling of of the family there and so we built a mug club that had 900 members and I'm certainly not suggesting that every place can build a 900 member mug club but They pay for the membership every single year, and they get lots of value added and VIP service, and then the next thing you know, those Mug members become your business's best marketers, and then they're telling their friends to join, there's very little, if any, cost involved because this can be a fully sponsored program. And suddenly you've got a reason to, you know, create a lot of new excitement in your place. So if you have a bar or a restaurant um, that serves beer, and it doesn't have to be beer. If you've got a coffee shop it works, so you can start a mug club. Doesn't matter, large and or wine. small. And wine, mug turned turn into a wine club.
0: Yeah, members also did wine. Sure. I mean, the restaurant that my parents go to, probably twice a week, mm. it, they go because they're Mug Club members. Yes,
1: and they have a big Mug Club as well. Yeah. So it's just a new opportunity. And we teach people through a video training series and a, a PDF All the soup to nuts, start to finish, step by step, how you can start this club, how to get it sponsored, where to find the mugs and the product and what value added to offer and the VIP service piece. And that all comes together and you can bring in thousands of extra dollars plus lots of repeat business. So it's a huge win win. Customers love it. And it's a business bottom line booster for sure. And that's on sale.
0: That's on sale right now. All right. Anything else you want to talk about?
1: Have a great day, everyone. That was a lot of fun.
0: (laughs) All right. Bye, everybody. See ya.
1: Thanks for listening to the The Restaurant Restaurant
0: Rockstars podcast. For lots of great resources, head over to
1: restaurantrockstars.com. And while you're there, download a copy of the book, Rock Your Restaurant.
0: It's a game changer. See you next time.